Hey mama, welcome to Fight Back Motherhood. Imagine me sitting at my kitchen island with a cup of coffee, spit up on my shirt, and bags under my eyes chatting with you. That is the vibe. With thousands of books written on how to raise babies, we needed something that teaches us how to fight back to the women we know we are capable of being after having those babies. So since I couldn't find it in my lowest moments after having my first daughter, I created it. This podcast is the product of my dream. Here we are all about being the best versions of ourselves so we can be the best moms to our littles. I'll help you rediscover a love for yourself by helping you prioritize yourself in health, wellness, mindset, and self-care. Each week will include tactical tips, Bessie chats, real life talks, and so much more. So go pour yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to listen in. It's time to fight back. Hello, mama. How are you? Put a big smile on your face today because we are going to talk about something that is going to change your life, okay? I'm going to get real with you. I'm going to be sharing some advice on time. Every single time that I make a post with my calendar or planning out my week, I get messages like crazy. I'll tell you what, no one really messages me that much. (laughs) But when I talk about time management and when I show my calendar, it's like everybody comes out of the woodworks. And I know why that is. It's because this group of individuals, us mothers, have a very hard time taking control of our time. And that's okay. Like that's normal when, especially for those of us who have really small children. And I'm actually going to not even say, especially us, because I feel like as your kids get older and the more things that they're involved in, the more places they have to go and the more children that you have, time just feels like it is slipping away constantly. I will say this, time management is is something that you can take control of. I've done podcasts on this in the past, sharing you know different books like Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, which really talks about how to navigate your schedule and really take back your time and take control of um, everything. Like basically just take control of everything you have going on and get it into a very structured system. But today I really wanna just focus on one part of it. And if, if this is something you enjoy, if you all like really like hearing this tidbit from me today, maybe we can do like a little series on time management. Cause like I said, this is what I hear the most. This is the feedback I get the most in the podcast is how are you doing your calendar? How are you finding the time to work out? How are you finding the time to do X, Y, Z when I can barely you know, get a shower in? And again, all of that is completely understandable. But today, like I said, I want to talk about the number one reason that women, especially us moms, are finding it very hard to make more time. So before I get into what that is, I do want to say this. Number one, you actually have way more time than you think you do. Number two, you probably aren't managing it very well. Number three, that's understandable because you're a mother. And number four, I'm going to help you fix it. Look, as moms, we have endless responsibilities and it sometimes just feels like time is slipping away faster than sand in the palm of your hand, especially in the the early months. Like right now, I feel like I am drowning 95% of the time, but trust me, you know, I want you to understand right off the bat that the reason that so many of us are failing at time management is because it's easy to fail at time management right? All we have to do is do everything for everyone else, especially our babies, never have a plan, and then never give ourselves a single second to ourselves. That's how we fail. And we do it every single day. 
So while I could give you this play-by-play, which I'm more than happy to do for any of you asking, I have actually a free resource in the show notes today that you can download, which is literally called How to Make More Time for the Things and People that You Love. Go download it. It's free. You can go through some different additional tips. But today, I think that the biggest thing that has been such a game changer for me in getting more time for myself, getting more time for my kids, getting more time for my work, getting more time for my home and my responsibilities is this, and it is asking for help. That is the secret. That is the number one reason that you are struggling to find time for yourself is because you think you can do it all. And yes, one thing that I actually read this book once and it cracked me up because it's true. You can have it all, you can do it all, just not at the same damn time. And that is so true. I will tell you right now, asking for help is my weakness. I do not like it. (laughs) Um, But I started going to therapy about eight months after I had my first daughter. And this was something that I, I found myself coming back to in a lot of my sessions. You know, here I am with my schedule. I'm crossing off all of my boxes. I it looks like on the forefront that everything is going well, but on most days I'm exhausted. I need a second. I need an extra 15 minutes extra at work or maybe, you know, my daughters wake up in the middle of my workout and it happens all the time. And I feel like I've developed an attitude and I see this with women everywhere, you know, that if a mom can't do it alone, she's failing as a parent. We all know that's ridiculous. We all know that it doesn't change the fact that it doesn't, it's still, everybody still feels that way at the end of the day, right? A new mom will fear reaching out for help because she's worried she's going to be judged for it or that she's feeling her baby by just needing a second to herself to regroup, right? So, so many first time moms are setting impossibly high standards for themselves. And when things go off the rails, they feel like they failed. I know this because this was me. I did everything. I am the epitome of someone who never asked for help. And I'm talking years of this. My first daughter was born in the pandemic and and we were isolated. So I got used to doing everything on my own. My husband was home, obviously helping in, in any ways that he could. But at the end of the day, you know, I was doing everything myself. I was feeding. I was getting up in the middle of the night. I would be in charge of all the diaper changes. I would do all the things. And again, I'm not saying my husband did nothing because he did. However, I'm saying that I didn't ask anybody to help ever. Babysitters, no. Family didn't live anywhere close to us. And so when people would come to visit, however, I got myself into such a routine of doing everything on my own that I, I still didn't ask for help when somebody would come visit. You know, my mother-in-law would come visit when she didn't live here or my, my mom would come and they'd be like, let me get up with the baby and you sleep in. And I'd be like, no, no, because that's my job. It's my job to get up with the baby. It's my job to feed the baby. It's my job to make sure that I am caring for her. Like I don't need help, but I kept telling myself, I don't need the help. I can do this all on my own. And I want to just tell you guys, there was no, I didn't get any sort of award for this. (laughs) at the end of the day, I didn't get like a bonus for all the overtime that I would do. I didn't get some, you know, recognition for being the mom that was showing up every single second of every single day. All I was doing 
was making my daughter 1000% reliant on me and no one else. The truth is this, is that we cannot feel bad for asking for help because it does take a village. I want to give you a story really quickly. I was, I'll never forget the first time that this happened um, where I had this like really bad anxiety attack essentially over not doing everything on my own. Um, It was September of 2020. So my daughter was about six months old and I had to host a retreat for work. And I had a bunch, like 20, like I think it was, gosh, it was like 20 women who came to this house. It was absolutely incredible. We rented out this house on Lake Norman, which is outside of Charlotte. And we got this big house to celebrate all their achievements that year. Well, uh, my daughter came and my husband came because it's not very far from where we live. And I love the opportunity and the ability to obviously bring my kid to my work events. And we had my mother-in-law come into town so she could help out with Sutton while we, I was focused on work and doing all those things. Well, um, she, I would pass her off and I would feel this immense guilt take over my entire body. She was sitting there. She was taking care of her. She was feeding her. She was playing with her. But I felt so much guilt. And I was actually crying in the lake, like with all my friends around, I was crying because my, my mother-in-law was sitting up there with my daughter and I felt bad for having her take care of her and me just sitting there and having a good time with my friends. Isn't that sick? Isn't that sick? Like I remember, and, and I know a lot of you are probably thinking about that same time for you. And a lot of women, I know I have a couple of my friends who have zero problem, you know, delegating help and asking for help, but I am not that person. It took me a long time to get this. But like I mentioned, it does take a village to raise children. And now that I have a second child, I'm realizing that on another level, you know, whether you have a spouse or family or friends, like it takes a lot of people to raise a child. And you know what? It's better for the child to have a village. I've quickly realized that parents who are refusing to let anybody else take care of their child except them are just setting up their kids to mistrust anyone but mom. And that's where I was at. My daughter to this day, she is turning, she's three years old. You know, she still doesn't let anybody do anything other for her other than me. And I'm wondering, I sit back and I ask myself, why is she like this? Why won't she let her dad put her to sleep? Why won't she let, you know, daddy give her a bath, all this different stuff? Guess why? Because I never let anyone help me. And that's all she got used to. All she got used to was mommy do it. And she says it all the time, mommy do it, mommy do it. Because yes, she trusts me and that's amazing. However, I've done everything for her, her entire life. I've been 100% present. I've never asked anybody else for help. I'm the one that goes into the bedroom in the morning. I'm the one that does all these things. And she got used to it. So where should you start? If you're somebody like me who is finding yourself with zero time. So like I said, this is why this is the number one reason you're struggling to find time. Because guess what? If you're doing everything all day long, especially those of us who have jobs outside of being a mom or different other responsibilities we need to do, this is, like I said, the quickest recipe to overwhelm is just feeling the need to do everything for the kids all the time, especially when there's opportunities to hire a sitter, to take advantage of family, to lean on your spouse. So what can we do to ask for help? So number one, give up on the guilt. If you were meant to do it all, you'd be Wonder Woman, not mom, right? There is no failure in asking for help. And if anything, as I said above, you're doing a good thing for your child by letting other people into the circle to help you.
Feeling mom guilt from time to time is completely normal and it is okay to experience it as long as you're having strategies to deal with it. But feeling guilty for asking somebody else to help, like it has to go, right? And I want you to stop comparing yourself to all the other Instagram moms that you're, you're following and you're scrolling through and they seem like they're 100% present and they're doing all the things. Like that's not a way to deal with this because the truth is, is that Instagram, Facebook, it's all just a highlight reel, right? Like at the end of the day, everybody has their own shit that they're going through. You need time to recharge. You need time to take care of yourself. You need time to be you and not just mom. And every single time that you take on every single responsibility with your children, not to mention with your work, with your life, with your spouse, with your home, you are going to break, my friend. People want to help you. And I've quickly realized that. They want to help. And for me, I let my brain convince me that I could do everything And when somebody literally just wanted to come in and help. They just wanted to do my dishes. They just wanted to, you know, put the baby down for a nap. They just wanted to take care of my kids so that way I could take a nap. And I wasn't allowing it to happen. Give up on the guilt, my friend. Number two, when somebody offers to help you, stop shrugging, it, shrugging them off. Give them a job to do. Again, I wasn't very good at this, but now I am a pro at this. People who offer don't always know what you might need. So tell them what you need to do, right? Maybe that's watching the baby while you shower. Maybe that's them helping you out with the three days worth of dishes in the sink. Whatever it is, like stop being so shy of assigning duties to people who are offering. If somebody offers to help you, allow them to. You don't, it's not going to overwhelm them. Like, um, oh, if you give them like a whole chore list, obviously they're probably never going to ask you again. So don't do that. But like my mother-in-law will come over all the time and she watches my daughters on Monday so I can get work done, which again is very new for me. I used to never allow that. I used to always just like, I'll work in the gaps of my day, but it was not productive at all. Anyway, now when the kids go down for sleep, she comes in, she's like, what can I help you with? And before I'd be like, I don't really need anything. It's fine. Like, Cause I felt bad, you know, but now I'm like, oh, the dishwasher needs unloaded and she'll just do it. And then she'll sit on the couch and relax. Right? So there's nothing wrong with asking people how to help because at the end of the day, that takes one thing off of your list. Now I don't have to unload the dishwasher and then I, I can pay more attention to my kids instead of having to sit there doing dishes. It's a win-win. Like you're going to get help and then you can be more present where your feet are. And then the last part, last part, number three, how you can ask for help. Let your spouse do some of the work. And I think that this is, and I can hear so many women now listening to me as I'm talking, they're saying, what do you mean let them help? Of course they should help. Yeah, they should. However, you know, a lot of us have impossibly high standards, <laughs> right? And I used to, especially with my first daughter, I used to hover while my husband was doing his thing. And it was like, I, it was essentially like me telling him, like, you can't be trusted with my body language. Ew, right? Like, your spouse is not going to own their role as a parent unless they do it without being micromanaged. So you're not giving yourself a break if you're hovering over your husband as he is taking care of the baby or as he's changing diapers or as he's doing the nighttime routine. Honestly, like, I, I, I just went through a massive, I don't know if it's a second child or what it is. But this time around, I am a completely different parent. And because I have allowed other people to step in and help me, I have gotten 
I've become so much more productive, number one. I have time for myself. And at the end of the day, I'm becoming a better mom to my kids. They're trusting other people to take care of them. I am able to focus on what I need to focus on in that moment so I can take time to do my, to do my work, to clean the kitchen, to do all these different things while somebody else helps me out. I can do a call late at night while my husband puts the girls to bed. I can do these things because we're a team and because I'm actually opening up my mouth and asking for help. And then when I'm done with those things, when I can be with my kids, I'm present because I'm not thinking about the 36,000 other things that I have to do. I want you to ask yourself, where are you struggling the most when it comes for ask, to asking for help? And ask your, and be honest with yourself. Do you think this is one of the biggest reasons why you're not getting things done? I'm guaranteeing you it is. Are you somebody who feels guilty? Are you someone who doesn't trust that somebody else can do it as good as you? What is it? And if guilt is a big factor, I want you to write down the situations that are making you feel guilty and then ask yourself, is this true? This was an exercise that my therapist did for me where I would say, nobody could take care of her like I can. And he'd be like, is that true? And I would say, no one can do it like me, but people can still take care of her. My kid's going to resent me if I go on this vacation with my spouse without her. Is that true? No, it's not true. They're going to be excited when you get home. (laughs) Right? Like my kid... I don't know. It's, I think about this stuff all the time and it just makes me laugh because I was living in a cloud, literally, for my, when I was postpartum the first time. Just doing all the things and very much struggling. And I just want you to understand that it doesn't have to be that way. If you're somebody struggling with time, if you're somebody who feels like you don't have an extra second to yourself, if you're somebody who is just at your wit's end, you need to ask for help. And if you do not have grandparents close, if you do not have a spouse that's able to help you during the day, then you need to think about outside options. Us putting Sutton in school two days a week for three hours on Tuesdays and Thursdays has been a game changer for me. I hated every second of doing it. And it's so funny thinking about it now. I was like, I don't want to do this. She's not ready. Oh my goodness, I like the days that she's home now I'm thrown off because when she's gone, I can be productive, I can be present, I can have that one-on-one time with my second. And when she's home, I can actually be with her without thinking about all the other things I have to do. So is there a daycare that you can put your kids in a couple days a week? Is there school you can do? Is there a nanny that you can hire for two hours a week just so you can get some stuff done? You have to weigh out your options. You have to sit down with your spouse. Like we are already thinking about summer and like what we're going to do when she's out of school. Are there camps we can put her in? You know, which days can my mother-in-law come over? Which days do I need to hire a sitter to come over and help, right? We're thinking about this stuff because at the end of the day, I literally will admit to you right now on this podcast, I cannot do this all on my own. And I have a job that's flexible and I am so grateful for that. I have a job that allow, that I've built that allows me the flexibility of my time. However, I still have a job. I love my job and I still want to give it time. And if I'm constantly scatterbrained and thinking about all the things that I have to do, you know, it's going to take away from my productivity and my, my job, and it's going to make me not be as a, pre- a present mom as I want to be. So I hope this is helpful for you guys today. Um, like I always say, rate, review, share, tag me on Instagram and all things Kelsey as you listen. You know, download the free resource that I have in the show notes, which is how to make more time for the things and people that you love. 
and start implementing this. How can you ask for help today? What can you do? I'm going to challenge every single one of you tonight. As after you listen to this tonight, ask your spouse to put the kids to bed. Start small. Ask somebody to do the dishes. Just start small, but do something. All right. We will see you next week.